0: Um, I think one of the commitments I have to this practice is it consistently surprises me. And I don't know anything in my life that can consistently surprise me as much as this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll start in and go, oh, crap, what am I going to do? And I've got the ball under my leg and I'm rocking it. And then I'm rocking it up to a lot of my body and probably being just, you know, having my thinking self going. And then all of a sudden I thought, I wonder if I could... Um, keep this rocking thing going and, like, explore developmental organizings, And then that just got so fun. It was like a game with how can I actually do it. And so then that led to the whole second part, because I always come into these with no clue. Uh, Open attention today was my clue. But then just trusting to the fact that if you develop a practice that keeps you with you, you have you, me, I... I have all of this amazing intelligence, just because of everything that you've collected assembled in your mm-hmm. life, even if it's only eighteen years. That's a heck of a lot of assembling yeah. of yeah. storing data. and if you've gone six decades, my God, you know, I should be a genius) <laughs> in terms of you know what you can, and it's not only what you can think of that's stored, but it's the connections, because yeah. that's the power of our nervous system as we get older. It's not that we're generating new nerves, but you have, uh, why do you want to generate new nerves? You've got so much data stored, and you can collect, connect those. It's like this giant game that you can play for the rest of your life, in terms of connecting this odd piece of data with this one, and coming up with something. So then it really is just giving yourself space Absolutely, like requiring yourself to have space because especially in education, so much of what we do is say, pay attention to me, pay attention to me, pay attention to me, do what I want you to do, learn what I want you to learn. So if you don't just hold so, sort of tenaciously, if we don't to a place that's just ours, put the walls up, I'm just going to pay attention to me. There's no hope of really using it's t- it's inefficient if we're talking about you know sort of efficiencies it's incredibly inefficient not to be using mm-hmm. you know what we all bring to the table yeah it's just stupid it's bad pedagogy and i think we're finally beginning maybe in education to discover that it's not all about us the teachers
1: <laughs> well and it's unscientific to ignore
0: oh, yeah all the databases yeah, yeah, yeah totally true and
1: Everything you think i uh, saying that every person like
0: you know, yeah, I remember. from a point of view
1: or a reconnection, like it, to ignore those things is unscientific.
0: Yeah, I, a number of years ago, maybe like five or six, we there was a woman. Oh, yeah, five. I can't remember. She had lived all over the world, and she was. I, and she was kind of having lots of trouble at St. Paul, flipping from majors and so. For a while, she was a dance major, and um, she came to me one day and she said, "This is just so frustrating. I know." It, not, I'm not going to be arrogant and say I know more than all of my teachers, but people are saying things that aren't true in class. Yeah. I have lived in a, other, another, this country, I know this is not true. Mm-hmm. And so if, even if it's from our own experience, you know, that, that there isn't an, a venue or there's not space in a, in a class or in you know, the semester or whatever for students to actually, like, yeah. it doesn't even, it's just stupid. Yeah.
1: It reminds me of the article you gave us um, about Glenna Batson and Martha Eddy. That one about somatics and mon- and I, I haven't finished it, but um, some one of the things that they said in there was spending time doing things like this so that you know yourself and are aware of yourself... Oh, maybe I should just go get it, because I'm going to run and get it, because they just talk about it better, so keep talking about it. <laughs> They say it much better than I do.
0: <laughs> I was. There was something um, in... Because I was trying to copy... Um, oh, right, this was in um, the, the interview that I did with Pam and Lisa. And Lisa said uh, that setting aside time for processing information is... Or, yeah, for, for processing information, for getting and receiving from the body, which is to say, getting and receiving from our experience. Otherwise, we're just always in our experience. And I think yeah. that's probably why meditation practices were invented, is that very wise people began to discover that if we don't, if we don't sort of circle the wagons every now and then, or there was, there's this. I wish I could as wonderfully as it was told to me. A Jewish rabbi who was talking with a parishioner who was so frustrated, he, he just had so much of his life and he just couldn't, you know, get it assembled and advance and keep going and to learn and do what he wanted to. And the rabbi looked at him and said, did you ever think that your life is behind you trying to catch up with you? Wow. And I thought, oh, wow. Every, this is why mindful practices are so important because you have to sit down or you have to slow down. Um, and let life catch, and especially today. But, um, Actually, over the weekend I saw Midnight in Paris. Have you guys seen that? No, is it good? Oh, it's fabulous. But one—it's so funny because it's not just this era. We say, "Oh, it's our contemporary life." No, go back and read about any. And the perception is then, and this was—it was, it was um, uh, in the twenties. Uh, this guy kept being propelled back into the twenties at a certain section of of Paris at midnight. He would this car would show up and it would take him back to the twenties. And one of the contentions of one of the players was. Life is just too, it's just too much. I wanted to go back to Belle Epoque, the, the great you know, era of um, you know, Follies-Bergère around the, the mm-hmm. 1890s. And I'm sure that if she stayed there very long, oh, life is just too, too, too. So it's, it's always that way. And if, you, if we don't um, sort of take charge ourselves and define, like, I am going to be the master of my life. And I can do that no matter what. I have to make hard choices sometimes. But go figure, that's life. Learning to make hard choices and making them. That's where courage, I think, comes in. And really defining our life no matter what. So what was the thing that- So the
1: thing that they said is embedded in both the notion of empowerment and somatics is the development of a better understanding of one's own experience in order to recognize one's own power as a knower and creator of the world. Um, Somatics influenced these women by teaching that the explicit acknowledgement of their subjective experience as a reliable source of information to be investigated systematically then shared with others, blah, blah. Um, But that made me think about... Because I'm always, I'm all about knowing self and then knowing self, taking care of self and then being able to know and take care of others. And sometimes like, I mean, we've talked about this before. People are like, that's not really how it goes. You know, sometimes you should know self or know others or take care of others, let others take care of you before self. But I think that was a good point is that if you know where you're coming to the world from, then you know what role you play in creating the world and your relationships with other people. Um, it seems a bigger deal this morning than it is right now. But <laughs> <laughs> um, No, and I think it's really a really, you
0: know, the developmental thing since we worked with that today. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, maybe I should say at this point oh, that yeah. yes, yeah. <gasps> our first 10 was open attention. Uh, second 10, uh, aligning, balancing, with a developmental trajectory, sort of cellular awareness, um, naval radiation, spinal, upper, lower, right, left body, half, and then the diagonals of, through the body. Um, but that, that model, since that's the model we're built on physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything is this sense of, I'm growing myself. Nobody taught me how to walk, how to uh, even talk. Really, it's my experimentation and exploration. And the tricky thing is the feedback loop of relationship to others, because that's critical. You can't do this by yourself. Right. But you can't. We don't. It's impossible. You can't even. We can't even conceive of living. We live in community, even if it's just on an island in community with nature. <laughs> we're not. We're not uninfluenced organisms. Right. The minister of my church has a gratefulness practice, and so every day he starts it with acknowledging just gratitude mm-hmm. because it's not all about me. Right. <laughs> and even if it is all about me, it can't be all about me because I don't exist without the relationships. Yeah. And so in acknowledging the gratitude for those, is just acknowledging their existence. That's 101 yeah. if you can go farther yeah. <laughs> and be appreciative or whatever, but just acknowledging that's just basic 101 of it. So.
1: Hmm. I won't get into it because it was like kind of a big deal. But the conversation we had before we started moving, accommodating. Accommodation. So I mean that was obviously in my immediate experience so at the moment. Yeah, it was in my immediate <laughs> at the moment. So I was moving it, but I was thinking about something entirely different and trying to move from that. And then like j- thoughts about this just kept coming back, and I would stop moving, and then I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll move again, and then. This, things kept popping up. And then um, they just started kind of putting themselves together. And kind of in the way that Tree of Life, there's this new movie out called Tree of Life, and it's won a bunch of big awards. It's really artsy. And there's have some, you seen it? I saw it. I want
0: there's to see it. There's some
1: really good images <laughs> in it, and so I think if for nothing else, you should go see it for the images. Uh-huh. Um, but I know a lot of people have had a hard time with it because it's very, like, PC, and it's there's not really... Necessarily a follow through, and I think that's really hard for people, especially like moviegoing people, sometimes. Mm. To, mm. But it, it was kind of, I don't know. To me, it, it made sense, Tree of Life, because in a lot of ways, that's how we experience life. Is I remember that memory. I remember that moment. I remember that. I have this image here. This just kind of like a collage of things. So that's kind of what was happening during the first section. Was just like, okay, a collage of thoughts that I've had, but they were all piecing together because we'd had that conversation. Right. So then I was just thinking about all these things and and I was moving them and then I was like all and then like all all of a sudden like oh they all started coming together and all these different things I've been thinking about and working on just kind of started started coming together and I was like, oh whoa self 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 like revelation kind of thing. And then so I was writing it down and then I went back and then I went to the aligning section and was going through the developmental movement patterns. But it was so cool because the developmental movement patterns were taking me from, were taking me through that journey from like the womb, because I was thinking about naval radiation being tied by my mom with to my mom through the umbilical cord. And so it was actually developmentally taking me through this process that I had just like thought about in the first section. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, and then what you were just talking about, your spiel was like <laughs> my spiel. was your spiel because I think the end point was like somatics and this is I think why I value somatics is because when I am doing that, when I'm doing stuff like mindful moving or authentic movement or improvisation or things like that, that's that's how I have found my answer to coming back to self, Mm -hmm. and so then when you were talking about the need for self-reflection and self-processing and uh, courage to make the hard choices, and I was like, it all fits in, it all fits in, it's all a feedback loop, it's
0: all a feedback loop. Uh.